1: Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. Uh, It's me. Miserable Sam Heskiff, um, in lieu of Terence, who is somewhere. Uh, but I'm joined by the wonderful Albert Curley.
3: Hello. Hello, mate. How do we do all this again?
2: Oh, I can't remember.
3: Do we just talk?
2: What, yeah, what we don't do is what I did last time, uh, and unplug something from my laptop halfway through, which then just removes me from the podcast. Just re- yeah which you and Terence seem quite happy to just put out there but yeah i mean to... you know got to try it haven't we
3: see what it's it's like one of those like storybooks where you get to choose what happens so, you know people could have just fit, filled in the gaps of what they thought you would have said based on what me and Terence were saying but we yeah. ended up doing a what what's that thing called that we did instead
2: Oh, twitter space twitter space I was very gonna say very 2022
3: yeah. And uh we well, hopefully that made up for it a little bit but I mean it was previewing the semi-final wasn't it and which feels like yeah. a lifetime ago.
2: It does. It do- yeah, a bit annoying that we actually had quite a good quiz that Terence put on that you and I were actually really good at but now we have no record of. No. So we we can't no. prove that we're proper Palace fans.
3: We also have no record of our um over optimism at, uh, <laughs> at what we thought the final result would be so I'm, we pretty, can sure pretend that...
2: said... well, I'm pretty sure I said that we were going to lose It'd be I mean, very that's a given if I didn't yeah
3: but yeah i mean you said it but it didn't get recorded so uh, didn't, you know if a, tr- if a tree falls in the wood very true and no one's around to predict a 2-0 loss
2: <laughs> did Just it make my, a sound my default routine 2-0 defeat yeah um, more of which to come later, probably. Should we just skip right to the end now and <laughs> yeah.
3: get your Southampton prediction? <laughs>
2: Hang on a minute, uh, we could make this really quick. <laughs> welcome to um, the end of the Back of the Nest preview podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, Terence isn't here. Um, I believe his mother-in-law is staying with him. Uh, <laughs> and she's staying in the room that he records in. I what you've done perhaps. there... What you've mm. done there is
3: you've done that a bit like that um, when the HF did their statement about the display at Wembley and alluded to someone and then it just got like, Oh yeah, it was her. And, yeah. Like, what you've done there. You've basically pushed Terence's mother-in-law under the proverbial bus and she's going to get all sorts of abuse now.
2: Or if people aren't <laughs> fans of Terence, she'll get a lot of praise. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, I don't good on her i say i say good on her I don't know if she's got a twitter account that we can say tell her what a what a good egg she is what's egg in german uh if you oh. uh g c s e german's failing me here yeah
3: it's i think it's similar to earth which is obviously French
2: it is yeah uh, well anyway she's She's doing the Lord's work by keeping Terence off the pod, so let's put it that way. And what
3: I don't get is, even though she's she's staying in that room, mm. why can't he just pop in there and do a little podcast first? Well, I'm exactly. assuming she or, goes to bed
2: early. Or bring her along as a guest. Just have her in the background. Yeah. How does she feel about Marco Reich? What does she think about Max <laughs> Meyer? <laughs> Etc. Yeah.
3: What's German for egg?
2: What's German for egg? She, the, she'd have come she in handy would, there, wouldn't she? she would, yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are the questions yeah. that we need answering.
3: Um,
2: yeah. Anyway, it's a football podcast, apparently. Um, so I guess what we'll do is we'll kick off um, with something that Terence is going to and maybe be doing one of these mystical Twitter spaces at. Um, although last time he set his up for our semi-final <laughs> thing, he had to walk around his house and actually get signal. Um, but I'm talking <laughs> about the uh, RENF game. Uh, the Robert Eaton Memorial Fund game between Palace fans and Brighton fans. Um, It's a two-legged affair this year, uh, the first leg of which is, uh, well, tomorrow on day of recording, but probably the day you're hearing this, which is Friday the 29th of April. It's a 7.45 kickoff at Croydon FC uh, at the Croydon Sports Arena. It is only £5 on the door, £2 for under-16s and cash and card are accepted. So obviously, any, very Any
3: good. former Palace players playing?
2: Uh, AJ normally sort of turns up, he doesn't does. he? AJ, I think Derry's played in the past as well, hasn't he? Um, you're now putting me on the spot for having done some research. Uh, Just make I it up. Um, Just say, yeah, loads. Yeah, Max Meyer, he's going to be there. Marco Reich. Marco Reich. Uh, Terrence's Terence, mother in law. Mother in law. Yeah. So well, I don't know what more you want from a game, to be <laughs> honest. Um, so if you're free, head on down. Uh, I'm sure it will be good. Terence will be on there, so you can just give him some abuse. I don't really know Yes. Send him
3: our best if you go.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll listen to this by the time he he heads down there. I don't think he if listens to the pod anyway. If he's
3: not on it, if he's not on it, he ain't listening to
2: it. That's it. I mean, I could also have checked to see whether he's got a piece on the BBC website, which he normally bludgeons us over the head with. But yeah, um, I haven't done that. So <laughs> oh, actually, though, the, the last time that he put something up, they called him Terence Forsythe. So <laughs> maybe I think I think he's got I think he's got beef beef with the BBC at the moment. So I'd love to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rempf, great cause. Uh, well worth checking out and speaking of good causes did you see the um, palace for life foundation video that was put out this week
3: i did and i was i was I was, um i was very impressed you know to get to get those guys doing that yeah, it was nice uh a, a nice touch a nice sort of angle uh good sentiment and yeah and obviously um for a great cause so uh i think congratulations to all involved some stellar what, acting.
2: I was going to say, what did you think of the little uh, the little cameos? Some some got into it a bit more than others. You would say, yeah. I mean, Gay He in
3: full lollipop man costume was clearly loving it. Um, who else was there? S A and the Ward.
2: barbers. Joe Ward. Joe
3: Ward. Joe Ward. It was like watching uh, a vintage episode of EastEnders.
2: <laughs> he was, yeah, just a natural, wasn't he?
3: Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Zaha rocking up in the car.
2: For, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, good to see uh, Doc Brown always uh, doing his stuff as well. Um, and good that in the beginning of the video, he the question was asked, you're from North London, why Sport Palace? Uh, and he answered it very well, because South London is just better. I'm paraphrasing.
3: Yeah, I mean... Why? I mean, I I get shit just for having moved to North London. I've always, you know, from South London. I've always been a Palace fan.
2: So, where's his grief? Were you born in South London, Albert? Yes, thank you very much. Good. Which hospital? Just testing. Kingston. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Terence was born in South London. We're just gonna. It's just a character assassination because he's not here. But I'm fairly sure he, he's sort of from East. He was he? an he's
3: he's an East End boy, isn't he?
2: Think so. Yeah, right, he could have given him. he could have given Joe
3: Ward a run for his money doing the old apples and pears. He could have. He could have. So basically, what we're saying is,
2: I'm the only probably give a run for his money
3: at right back as well.
2: <laughs> harsh. Um, sorry. Harsh. Harsh. Uh, well, I was born in Camberwell, so I'm proper. So you can all get. Well, stuffed. there you go. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Um, so, what yeah, did you think you of have, the video? Did you like I, it? I did like it. I did like it. Um, I did think it was quite funny that the, one of the players who put the most into his character was Joel Ward, who's the one who's not from South London. But he's, he's an adopted South Londoner, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and I actually saw him this week on his Instagram doing like Coast, Coast Guard rescue stuff. Uh, just, I think, for a laugh, just on his day off. So you've got some of it, like Martin Kelly and J- James McCarthy are off playing golf. You know, you see the footballers going to Dubai. Not Warder. He goes Coast Guard Rescue.
3: Fair enough. I mean, a couple of extra sessions at left back might have been a better idea. <laughs> but that's not, And that's not having a dig. But fair enough.
2: Well, that's him told. Uh, I we'll, we'll, we'll get briefly into the Leeds game. Um, but I thought
3: he was quite uh, good at us back. To be honest, he was. I, I, and he, he, I, I, we we saw an angry Joel Ward. We did, which was very exciting. Saw so a very angry Joel Ward. I mean, that was more. That was more. Even had even more sort of oomph behind it than his turn as a fruit and veg salesman, which is
2: which is saying quite something. Surprising, he's absolutely
3: yeah. saying something. He went right in on him, um, and quite rightly because it was a grim challenge. It was. Um, it was a terrible
2: challenge, and the fact that. Wardy got booked, where he didn't we I mean, didn't really do anything, he got in his face, but I don't think he I don't think he should have been booked for that. Um But I think he was calling forth the wrath of God on Dan James for that challenge. So who's the real loser? It's not Joel Wardy. Oh, it? it was
3: it was Dan James, isn't it? Little Rat Boy. Yeah.
2: Little Rat Boy. Uh, we'll I mean it was on one of many Yeah,
3: it was just one of one of many horrendous bits of leads. I guess the word is shithousery, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. But luckily, the referee
3: Um, had a a good good grasp (laughs) on all of it.
2: Um, Yeah, I I mean, let's just get into it. Uh, Talking of that referee up, you know, I think we can all be quite partisan, obviously, at times, but that that was one of the worst performances I've seen in a while. Just because I think very early on, Wilf got absolutely clattered and the ref barely even spoke to the guy, let alone book him. And it sort of set the tone for the rest of the game where... Wilf was just getting kicked up in the air for most of it. You've got the Leeds fans on Twitter, all of these people who filmed themselves during the game moaning about the things you can be sure of a death tactics and Wilfred Zaha diving and moaning. Um, but I mean, there, there seemed to be a lot of sort of neutral commentators that were also a bit puzzled at why the referee was so lenient. Um, and it really it just. It it was an enjoyable game. It was an entertaining game. It it felt more like a championship type game where it was a bit rough and a bit, you know, rotational fouls and pushing and shoving and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think the referee had an absolutely appalling game, and I hope that he was confronted in the tunnel by Patrick Vieira because he deservedly.
3: I mean, yeah, it was that. It was the Troy Deeney Watford. Um, yeah, or let's all take it in turns to foul him mm. something. Um. Yeah and the referee just didn't get just didn't get a grasp on it and I think you know it rattled us a little bit just I think despite that I thought we played quite well particularly in the second half and we had you know we certainly had more chances than they did to to mm. nick it um but yeah they were they were a fucking horrible bunch um
2: yeah I th- I think that the, the one thing that really got got me during the game was when Rafinha went down holding his head even though Wilf barely touched him and got the ball cleanly and we were away Uh, In the first half, we we were clear up the line, and the ref stopped the game. What I thought initially was because he thought it was a head injury. Rafinha then jumped up and started shouting at a Palace fan, and much to my disbelief, the ref then gave Leeds a free kick for the foul, even though he hadn't given (laughs) it initially. Um, And that's the thing, you know, like obviously Wilf has got this reputation of being a diver and being a cheat and all this, but you see people rolling around holding their heads and then. Half a second later, they you know the Lazarus back up and moaning at moaning at a Palace player.
3: Um, yeah, and it, and and he did that thing where where the, it's like the 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 four or, four or five checks to see if he's bleeding from the same position. Yeah, yeah. Like, touch look touch look at the hand, touch again look at the hand. It's like, no,
2: no, 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 you're fine. You're not bleeding. Yeah, don't it's, worry, mate. It's not it's not that miss like that magic delayed bleeding thing that <clears> no <throat> one's ever heard of ever. Yeah, um, but yeah, like you said, I think what. Well, Second half, especially, I thought we were really good. We we were just that sort of one little one little touch, one little pass off. I think we had a couple of chances that we needed to be a bit more instinctual with Gallagher. Sort of tried to take an extra touch for one of them, and yeah, keeper made an, an all right save from Wilf. Um But it just felt like it was it would have been one of those brilliant atmospheres where there was a lot of sort of needle in in the atmosphere. And, and Palace fans were getting pissed off that if we'd have scored, it would have absolutely erupted. I think so. Mm. A real shame we didn't get it, but I suppose on the positive side, it's good to not lose to teams below us, isn't it? You want yeah. to not let them catch you up.
3: Yeah, it's not a bad result all told. It's just you know, it's just another another draw at home against the team that. We'd like to beat, you know, I'm not saying we expect to beat them, but we'd certainly mm-hmm. like to beat them. Um, just going back to the Will thing, what did you make of um, Calvin Phillips's, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call that?
2: Yeah, I mean, for, for those, I'm sure everyone listening does know, but Calvin Phillips Phillip sort of had a dig at Will saying, when you say he, went, he goes down easily and he's basically a cheat, was, was the long and short of it. Um, I mean, it's I'll, I'll back Will. Till the end of time, but Terence put a really good thread of clips from the Leeds game of all of the dives that the Leeds fans were sort of levelling at Wilf, and, and they're all fouls. And the ones that weren't, you can clearly see that Wilf gets up straight away and carries on. like He's not claiming for anything. Mm. But the problem is, I mean, if you have players like Calvin Phillips, who's very highly rated and has got an England squad and everyone everyone loves him saying in a diver it, it only goes to push that reputation that he's a, that he's a cheat and i think his cards wilf's card is marked by some rest before before the game even starts which i don't think it's fair i don't think it's great for another pro to do that to be honest i think it's no it's just, it's just becoming possible. a self
3: perpetuating myth now isn't it you know yeah Um, started with what you know Watford fans and Harry the Hornet and all that stuff mm -hmm. and and you know and there's I mean I I can't think what game it was what game was I watching I can't think if it it was one of the Champions League games this week or if it was a one of the Premier League games for the weekend like there's just just way worse examples of people trying to con the referee you know and it's not even it's not even like "Oh, oh it's a foul and they've tried to buy a pen you know it's it's just that sort of real, just flopping over someone's leg, mm. um, and yet it's it's Aha that continually gets his name dragged through the press as this this diver, and you know his his booking bookings for diving over the years proves that he's not. And there's 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 way there's way more players that have sort of gone under the radar and got more more bookings for diving, and they seems their reputation seems to sort of stay intact. Um, yeah, exactly. It must be I, very frustrating.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it is. Which, which also, you know, it's not going to help if you're getting kicked every time you get the ball, and nothing's happening. You know, that these guys aren't even getting spoken to. And and I, I remember when we played Wolves at home this season. All of their players are rolling around like holding their heads, as if they've got yeah. a head injury. Which, for a team that's had a guy out with a legitimately fractured skull, is probably as low as you can get, really. And I just it's just bad sportsmanship. I yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't my my opinion is if you go down holding your head and you don't have a head injury, you should get booked. I know that'll never happen. I know it's hard to prove and all that, but I just don't like it. It's all, too cynical. Or kicked in the head. Yeah. Or kicked in the head.
3: Yeah. Take Now check. there you go. Now you've got one. <laughs> now yeah, you've exactly. got a head injury.
2: Um so yeah, I think and 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 actually I thought Finishing off the, the Leeds game, I thought I thought Will played pretty well. Um, it's good to see at least they come on and do well. Take take a bit of pressure off Will because he did have a couple of players on him every time. Good to see Ben Teke come on and and yeah, Benteke right. ben that we know he can be. Um, so again, I mean, we've talked about it in recent weeks the sort of depth of the benches is, is really good to see, and I think Vieira got his substitutions right on Monday, even though we didn't manage to get the win. Um, it's something we've been critical of in in the past this season with his subs, but I think he got them all right. And just a shame that we we didn't nick the goal because I think to be honest we were the better team. Um, I think a one nil was one nil win would have been pretty pretty fair result to be honest. Yeah. Um, oh well. Oh well. Uh, but speaking of um, how good our players are, Palace uh, announced that they were opening the voting for Player of the Year. Um, I think that opens today, so they're doing. Where can we vote, post. Sam? We can vote on the official palace website. I think I haven't checked <laughs> to be honest. I got. I, saw it. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, if you can't if you, can, if you can't do it on the website, that's a crying and shame. Um, send a stamped addressed envelope to yeah Crystal Palace. Um, but they do, they're doing a, a sort of event, a, a end of year awards event at Box Park in Croydon uh the tickets are which are free but you have to buy you have to not buy them you know get them off the register website. register god you're better with words than me um so who would be your pick i think we i think we've chatted about this a few months ago but as we're nearing the the tail end of the season there's a lot of football to be played sam Hesketh. there's a lot of football to be played well we've even they, they've also done goal of the season uh, really? and we might sc- we might score ten worldies from now to end the season. Who knows? That's madness. Well, I probably wouldn't have said this
3: when we first had an early punt for who player of the season would be. But for me, uh, I think at the moment i'd I'd be I'd be giving it to Mark Gahey, I think I think he's just he's just he just gets better. I just I just really really rate him as a defender. He's, you know, I rate him as a, a captain when he gets the armband. I'd like mm-hmm. to see him keep the armband personally. Yeah, um, I think he's got the chops to take that on. You know, he's only what 21, 22? but mm-hmm. give it to him, um, give it to him, give him a new contract, uh, give, give him all of it. I, I've, 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 yeah, I really, really rate him, and I sincerely hope that we see him in a palace shirt for at least a few more seasons. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd be my only shout for player of player of the year.
2: Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good shout. I think he's definitely he's definitely up there, isn't he? Um, he would probably get mine. Um, obviously, there's there's a few other. I think tyrek has been brilliant. Obviously, Gallagher's been brilliant, but you can't vote for a Chelsea player to win player of the year, and, unless it guarantees he comes back for another year, and then in which case, what's
3: the for criteria for the young player of the year? Because all of these people we're talking about are, are still quite young.
2: Yeah, well, Tyrick's older than Gay. Right. So It'll be weird if Gay wins Player of the Year and Ty wins Young Player of the Year. But then. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like
0: playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Who else has played? Tayo, I guess. Raksaki played first game of the season. I guess you yeah. vote for best player for the academy, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think my vote's probably for Gay. Like you say, he he looked good at the start and has just sort of somehow got better every game um he just he's just imperious I like it it's people don't get past him he's not the tallest but he's good in the air he's good with the ball at his feet Um, he's got good he's got some vital goals as well he's got some vital goals and 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 he he is a good leader you know I think you don't need to be a leery shouty getting in the face guy to be a good leader he just leads from the back you know and and I think he's been a an absolutely unbelievable signing. I'm I'm still sort of surprised that we've got him and tied him down to a five-year deal. But he seems to be a very intelligent bloke as well. So hopefully he knows that staying at Palace for another couple of years will probably do him better than going back to a Chelsea or something like that and maybe not playing every game. And he's a fucking good lollipop man as well. He's a wonderful lollipop man. Yeah. Um, so Mark Gay seems to be the, the preview pod choice. Um, what about your goal of the season? So to, to to give you an idea of what's they put a little preview video out, uh, and it includes goals from the women's team, goals for the under-23s. Uh, but for the first team, the men's first team, you've got that team goal against Brighton, which probably gets my vote just because every player touched the ball and it was against Brighton. Um yeah. You got Connor's goal in the top corner against Everton. Yeah, um, you've got they've got Odson at- Edouard against Arsenal, where he sort of runs their defense and pings it off the bar, which is a nice goal. Oh yeah, goal of the season. Uh, Wilf against Watford, Wilf against Norwich. The sort of you know his the now trademark kind. Yeah,
3: and- yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that move
2: and. Connor Gallagher's goal against Watford, where he absolutely mugs the defender off of his control and pings it in the opposite.
3: Oh, corner. yeah. Oh. We have scored some good goals this year, to be honest. Yeah. did it? Was it Was it the... Will's ones, he scored the Watford one first,
2: right? And
3: then the net Was it uh, I against, think,
2: Nor, against Norwich? I or think was it the in, other way round? I think it was the other way round. Right. Um, fill some time and I will let you know. Because I preferred the one, I preferred the one,
3: uh, the 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 Norwich, the Norwich one.
2: Yeah, the Norwich one came first,
3: just about. Yeah, I think I think that's ever so slightly better, and it's just it's just it's just a quality move, cut cutting in and it is. smashing it, smashing it far post. I've, I could watch those all day long.
2: He, he tried it again, didn't he, right at the end against Newcastle, and ju- just just missed the top. Yeah, that would yeah, be, that, that would have been a touch as well. Um. Yeah, that is a good goal. and it's Wilf. So that that bumps it up a couple of points for me as well. Um, I just think Connor gets mine just because it's against Brighton. Every player touched the ball. Yeah, the, the, the limbs in
3: you like in, you like a ticky tacker. I do. Whereas I I like a fucking it it it
2: it, it. lever. It. I've said it
3: before. I say it again. Uh, a direct free kick, a, a dead oh. ball free kick goal is my favorite favorite kind of goal. Yeah.
2: Darren Ambrose Yedin- punting it from or Orjel- Yed- Yeah,
3: Yedinak against Liverpool, right in the corner. Lovely oh.
2: guy. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully Andre Moritz, Andre Moritz, who yeah uh, was knocking so about this week because was he he lives in Singapore, I think, and we just announced a friendly in Singapore pre-season. Um, so I think he was just like, "Yeah, Singapore's good." Is it? Was a- Pretty dry article, to be honest. But <laughs> he's out there. He's happy to see. Hey, all he's done over. is he's put he's put his name out there. He's hoping somebody will get him a somebody will get him a ticket. Yeah, exactly. We'll see, we'll see, Andre. Don't push Is it, he mate. playing football out there? Or is he just out there? He's probably playing football because he doesn't stay at a club for longer than a year, ever. No, just uh, loves that signing on. That signing on. I love that one of his clubs was Bolton, and he quickly said, you know what, Uh, I'm out. Was that under Dougie? Yeah, it must have been. It must have been. Dark times. Um, I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page now. So he played 27 games for us, 23 games for Bolton, and then he went to Mumbai. Uh, He went to Pohang Steelers in Korea. He was in Turkey for a bit. He was in Brazil for a bit. And now he does play for Halgang United in the Singaporean Premier League. I don't know. Haugang United? Very good. They play in orange and white stripes. That's a bit of a rank kit.
3: Um, um, my question is, what's he running from? Well, exactly. What's he afraid of? Do
2: you reckon he's a spy? He's not or a he's, he's, got... he's, he, he's a shit spy, isn't he? Because I suppose you've got to stay out of the, the public eye.
3: Or he's just got commitment issues
2: I'd hate I'd hate I'd hate to fall in love with Andre Moritz oh my god you never see him again you'll always you'll always have that evening at Chiquito's in Bolton (laughs) (laughs) yeah and just wake up in the morning and the door's just ajar he's gone gone he's gone but I knew I knew that when I I I knew he was like this when I got involved with him yeah exactly you knew what you were getting into yeah you knew you knew what he was getting into (laughs) um yeah, I don't I don't know what segue we can have from Andre Moritz being a lafario, but why don't we why don't we move on to Southampton away? Oh uh, glory. if we have to. Glory fixture. So um I did for the first time in my life a bit of research in the build up to this podcast. Just because in my head our record away at Southampton in the league, since we've come up is shit. And now I've got proof. Um, <laughs> so we obviously beat them in the cup. Uh, I think Shemak scored that game. But our, our league record away since we come up is one win, two draws and five defeats. Which is I about didn't realise it was that bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. How many and that, James Ward-Prowse goals uh, in all of that? That's brought a bad taste to my mouth. My, I mean, my, my record is pretty bad. And I remember probably two years before we came up, uh, we, we played them away and they beat us 2-0. And I remember two things clearly from that game. One was there was a bloke who was in full jockey gear, you know, like the <laughs> shiny, colourful yeah. jockey gear, with his kid, little kid, who looked absolutely mortified. Uh, that was very bad. And we lost 2-0. And then me and my mate Jason went to a pub afterwards. And there were a couple of us fans. I don't think we had colours on, but they were like, it's just in one of those comfortable, routine 2-0s, isn't it? And I was just like, oh, just fuck off. Uh, just, you know. I, so,
3: Chelsea fans, I heard Chelsea fans saying something similar walking out of Wembley. Easy peasy. Someone kept
2: saying, it was easy peasy. Are they? Was this ten minutes before the final whistle went? Because that's where most of them done
3: it. About uh, um, Yeah, but that that, would have, you're, that you're intimating that I left
2: as well. Oh, and I did, did not no, I was at the end. You were climbing um, up into the middle tier, beating up people in Club Wembley, weren't
3: you? You say that my uh, my stepmom was in Club Wembley. She got into a bit of a fracas with someone, but did you save that story for another day? Yeah, wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> within eyes, within uh, earshot, and and adjacent to a uh, certain Mister Gareth Southgate. Wowzer! Yeah, so you know, we thought we had a good day out. She's had Blimey. a tear up with someone
2: in front of the England manager. So, yeah, that's pretty good. To be fair, it's probably successful she probably round. Had, <laughs> she's probably had more fun than we're going to have on Saturday. Prawn sandwiches everywhere. Um, yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, look, no, this, I mean, not-
3: Southampton. Go
2: on. I say our, our record there is pretty poor, and I looked at their form, and it's not it's not dissimilar to us. So they've recently drawn with Leeds and Brighton, and they've beaten Arsenal. However, yeah, they, 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 of... they they lost two nil to Burnley, and then they got absolutely pumped six 0 by Chelsea. Yes. So their form's a bit up and down. Well, they've done that thing,
3: aren't they? They're sort of. They're, I've got a mate who's a, who's a Southampton, fan and they're renowned for just like just fucking throwing the towel in like ten games from the end of the season. And there's often a a, a big defeat in there, whether it's a nine nil, or obviously this time around it's a six nil. But then you know they they go around and seven days later they they do Arsenal over. So they're definitely a bit a bit patchy, like us and. Mm. I, I can't see this one being anything other than last on match of the day. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember our games with them ever being classics. To be fair, and I mean, if you you look at it on paper, they're thirteenth, I think we're fourteenth. So it's a real mm. sort of mid table. It's
3: the very definition of mid table. It is. But, you know, they, we've, <clears throat> we've got a game in hand over them. So, you know, if we win this, we go a point above them, you know, with a with a game over them as well. And, you know, bright and we'd go level on points with Brighton as well. And again, they've played one more than us. So, all right, it's not the most important game of the season. I mean, I, I guess, unless we go on a really bad run of form, we're not going to see any really significant games uh, in terms of what they mean for us. But... Mm. You know, we do we do want to finish strongly. Um there seems to be far too many people whether they're Palace fans or not, I have I can't say I've been keeping a tally, but there's there's a lot of Palace get Vieira spend eighty million quid and they've got less points when they run with under Roy Hodgson. There's lots of that sentiment flying around at the moment mm. and I think, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel personally a bit deflated after the semi-final. You know, you go to an FA Cup semi-final and don't win and you think, well, it's kind of all we were playing for, really. I mean, we, we haven't even got a relegation fight to look forward to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I sort of get the, you start looking at, you know, where we are, the journey so far and all right, the money that's been spent. And, yeah, I mean, the, the way you look at us play and the positivity around the club, you sort of expect to look at the league table and find us a few places further up, which, you know, credit where credit's due, a few weeks ago, we were sort of hovering around what I will now call the Newcastle area. Um, but, you know, they've rocketed up the league after having a load of money spunked up them. Um, whereas we've sort of, you know, we had a good run and now we're sort of wobbling a little bit. You know, we've, still, we've got a good squad. It's still not the biggest squad in the world. It's still a new squad. It's still a new manager. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's not the most significant game we're going to play, but it'll be good to get some points on the board because we do want to try and get a bit closer to 10th, I think, before the season ends. And and I think we owe it to ourselves to push on and see, you know, have, have a little look at what we feel we could achieve next season, maybe with a, f- a couple of additions, you know, see see what we need, see what we're lacking in these last few games.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I think if you look at how close all the teams are from Newcastle down to maybe Leeds, if you do get a, a few decent results, you will shoot up the table. Like you say, we 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 were ninth, I think, weren't we, or ninth or tenth, fairly recently yeah. until we had a couple of bad results. So I think it's not it's not within the realms of impossibility that we can go up the up the table. Games like like Saturday, will be important to do that. I think we deserve to be higher than 14th. I don't really see us as the 14th team in the league. But obviously, you get that many draws and that's what's going to happen. You need to turn them into wins. But yeah, I think the game on Saturday will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what team he puts out. Um, Obviously, he started Edouard against Newcastle, but the first half against Newcastle was pretty shit from everyone. Mateta came back in um, against Leeds and looked all right, but he looked a bit knackered. Benteke came on and looked good. So, who who would you go with, and who do you think he'll go with, um, especially up front?
3: Uh, well, I think he'll. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to see Benteke come in. I thought. Uh, I thought Benteke looked looked good in his brief appearance at Wembley. Uh, I thought he looked better in his slightly longer appearance against Leeds. Uh, and I think, you know, I think Mateta, Mateta can't say he's not had, had you know, had a good run in the team. And, and listen, this isn't me slagging Mateta off. You know, again he's he's done well in in his sort of time in the team, but I think it is, you know, we we, we have to again cast a, a little eye on to next season. You know, do we is, is Ben Teke going to be at the club? Do we want Ben Teke at the club? Mm-hmm. I don't think Edward's going anywhere, but you know, let's give Benteke a go and see and see what happens if we give him a full run in the team. So I think he deserves it. Um, he he looks sharp. I think in, on both occasions when he came off the bench. So I'd like to see Benteke given a go, um, and I'd like to see it with Elise starting as well, um, and obviously Wilf starting. Because I, uh, I and, actually, and see what um, happens
2: from there. I read that that Livramento guy. Who's been really, really good for Sampton, their fullback is is out for the season now. He's got a pretty nasty injury. So you would think if we can play, like you say, play Wilf, play Elise as on, on either side and make them have to concentrate not just on one on one wing but both. And if you have, you know, if we keep Eze in the team, that's another one. I thought he I saw some people say that he was awful. Uh, against Leeds, I thought he was all right. He's obviously still coming back to to fitness, but he showed glimpses of what he can do carrying the ball. Um, and I think the midfield. Yeah, I mean, I, to- I
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I certainly wouldn't have said awful. Um, and I, yeah, I think, I think you summed it up. He was all right. I don't think he was. I don't think he was great. I don't think he was anything anything less than okay. You know, again, a couple of glimpses. He, you know, I can't think which Leeds player it was, but he proper left a Leeds player for dead, sort of out near mm-hmm. the touch line, mm-hmm. and it was like there he is. He's he's, he's coming back. You know, like um, again, but I'm not I'm not looking I'm not looking at Eze and thinking, "Canell, okay, mate, why why aren't you the same that you know as you were yeah. pre injury?" Because it's, it's been a stop start. Limited run for him to get back in the team, so we've got to be patient with him. The the ability's still there,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um, we just got to give him time.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think further back in midfield, I thought MacArthur was brilliant against Leeds, playing in the role that Czech's been playing in. And that's 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 good to see. It's obviously, I think we all love MacArthur, and I think Czech's been brilliant this season. I think Czech, having talked about sort of player of the year, I don't think he's going to win player of the year, but I think he's been very, very strong. So whoever of those two plays will be good. Um, and I guess the, the only question mark really other than that is whether Mitchell is fit mm. or whether we go with Wardy again, who, like I say, was surprisingly very good. Um, not because I don't like him, but his form's been a bit iffy. Uh, he's obviously just come back in the team. And playing on the left is not... I know he uh, he did it many years ago when we had Mariapa on the right under Pulis, but obviously he's not a left-back. Um, but I thought he did very well. So it'd be interesting to see if Mitchell's back. Obviously, if he is, get him straight back in the team. Um, but yeah, I, it's nice that we've got, we've got depth certainly up front. It's interesting to see how he's going to go, whether he sort of sticks with what's been working for the most part with Mateta up front. Or whether, like you say, he sees whether Benteke can thrive in this system, whether he wants to give Edouard more time. Um, I guess we'll just have to find out. Um, we haven't really touched on the sort of Ward-Prowse versus Wilf thing, but I think we all know that Wilf's great and Ward-Prowse isn't. Right? He's a little, little annoying little rat. Just don't give yeah, a Yeah, but he respects him, thick. so don't worry about it. He respects him. <laughs> um. So long as we don't give any stupid free kicks away, which he will one hundred percent score, uh, <laughs> then we might be right. That's
3: what's That's what's so frustrating about the Ward Prowse thing. It's like he's clearly a fucking rat bag. He's bloody good at free kicks, and then yeah. as I've just said, they're my they're my favourite types of goals.
2: <laughs> I t- it, it wasn't my favourite type of goal uh, in the in the home game this season, where he curled the free kick right in the corner that I stand behind.
3: Oh, um, outrageous! not good it's an affront it's a personal affront on you that it, is
2: it. but we've got to draw him but don't worry he respects you he respects me he respects me. you, right. he respects uh, you so don't worry about it it's not mute. even if he spits even if he spits at your feet he respects you so what, And you am know, I but, allowed to clap at him or will that be that'll get me in trouble yeah
3: it's, it's not quite respectful enough got it
2: clapping yes. so I guess we can wrap it up but before we do what's your prediction my friend I can't believe I'm going to say this, but
3: I think it's going to be a sweaty one mm. nil Southampton win. Oh, just because it's just, because it's just the, it's just such a ugh, fixture for yeah. us. And I'm hoping that I get pleasantly surprised and we come away with a, a, a romping two nil, but still not quite over the semi final. Um, no, or well, the Newcastle performance. So, yeah, I, I think well, I, I can see us. I can see us coming off coming off worse out of this one.
2: Be nice if we can score a goal again. I've missed that. That would be nice. Um, well, I've got some bad news in that I'm going to the game on Saturday, and I'm being accompanied by uh friend of the pod, miserable Dave Perry. So, the two most negative people that you know are going to be together. Uh, watching Palace. I'm sorry to say slipped to a two nil defeat. That's why I reckon it's gonna be. <laughs> this is so, quite jolly listen. Uh, you're welcome everyone. At least you don't have Terrence. <laughs> There's a silver lining. Yeah. Um so that about wraps it up. Um I'm sure there'll be a review pod uh after the game some point in the weekend. Uh Terence may do a Twitter spaces thing so keep your eye on a social twist. media a tweet space they, they're called Twitter space tweet, tweet space yeah. yeah sure keep your eye Elon, on an
3: Elon Musk space and Elon X yeah
2: Twitter, Twitter SpaceX now yeah. um, this is um, this was going to be a really smooth outro but now it ain't sorry it's uh, not, is it no what so would, what would ta- how would uh, Taylor style it out Oh, some fucking annoying segue about a 7.3% beer, which I don't drink. I'm drinking water, mate, and I've had a packet of Rebels, so I'm ready to buy. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, thanks for listening and up the palace.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.
0: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk sport Fan Network. Talk sport powered
1: by fans.